Hey everybody out in podcast land, it's David. Got you another podcast here. We're continuing along with our tabernacle series and we have made it to the boards. The section that talks about the boards. So we're going to get right into this right after a word from our sponsors. Hey, welcome back. So the boards, this is our next um, part of our series here we're going to talk about. We're going to get into the description briefly and then we're going to talk about some other things as we go along. The framework of the tabernacle consisted of 48 boards of acacia wood, 20 on each side and 8 on the end. Each board was completely covered with gold and had two tenons, projections, by which it connected to the silver sockets underneath. These boards were held in place by 15 horizontal bars, five on each side. So you can follow this along in Exodus chapter 26, verses 15 through 29. So what it's saying here is as you're looking at the tabernacle, we're talking about the building inside of the fence. It was consisted of uh, boards that were the framework and these had 48 boards 20 on each side and eight on the end so we know that the opening was different so you, at the very end you would have eight of the boards and on each side would be 20 of the boards and they're overlaid with gold so they would be completely covered with gold so they would take these these boards after they were made and hewn and dip them or paint the gold on they would dip the boards in the gold and then they would be totally covered in gold they would have these holes in it which the sockets that's the projections it's called or the sockets of silver would slide through to lock, lock them together underneath and these boards were held together by 15 horizontal bars five on each side so five bars on each side would lock these boards into place making it a solid structure and you can follow that, like I said, in Exodus chapter 26, verses 15 through 29. So the boards as a type of Christ, that's what these boards were representative of. The two contrasting materials of which each board was made, wood and gold, perfectly illustrates the humanity and the deity of Christ. Acacia wood is noted for its incorruptibility. So here we have fitting symbols of the sinless and incorruptible of the humanity of Christ Christ did no sin neither was guile found in his mouth 1 Peter 2.22 he was in all points tempted like we are yet without sin Hebrews 4.15 also you can look at Hebrews 7.26 and 1 John 3.5 even in death his body did not decay it was prophesied of him that his soul would not be left in Hades and his flesh would not see corruption Acts 2.31 So we're seeing that the, the wood that they used, the acacia wood, was an incorruptible kind of wood. So you can think of it like when you see a log cabin or some kind of building structure that you see over a long period of time that has still st- is still standing. And you're like, man, that's, that's pretty amazing to see that. But this wood, would, without any other human hands touching it or anything, once it was prepared... 
it was natural. It was like it had natural stuff to repel insects, and it was uh, like an antifungal type board. All that kind of stuff was inside this wood, and this wood would repel anything that would kind of degrade it as long as it was prepared correctly. And so you can imagine if you overlaid it with gold, that this would be like a a piece of material that would last forever. But as you can see in the day and age we're in, them, them things are very, you ain't going to find that kind of stuff. And not, it's not practical for every person to live and to have that kind of a building material. I believe also, off the top of my head, that acacia wood was also the same kind of wood besides the gopher wood. It's, it might be the two, it might be the same wood in transition that you can uh, uh, use in each part. But that was the same kind of wood that was used for the Noah's Ark also. So that's something that you could look up to and study on your own. But that's just a little side note there for you. Okay, so since each board was made of both wood and gold, we have the truth illustrated that Jesus was truly man and truly God at the same time, looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, Titus 2.13. He spoke of himself as both spirit and flesh, John 6. 62 through 63. John described him upon the throne as simultaneously God and the Lamb. Revelations 22, 1 through 4. While the wood was not the gold and the gold was not the wood, they still formed one board. While Christ's deity is not humanity and his humanity is not his deity, they still form one person. Isaiah 42, 8. Also chapter 43, verse 3. Also, chapter 45, verse 5, and you can also look up John 10, 30. So we know that each part was not the same as the other, but they all were the same as one, which made up God, which made up who Jesus Christ was. It's really interesting when you think about that and you wrap your brain around those thoughts there. It's pretty awesome just to think about something like that, being as we're human beings. As a man... Jesus slept with weariness in the bottom of the ship. As God, he arose and rebuked the storm. Matthew 8, 24 through verses 26. Proverbs 30, verse 4. So Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 4. As a man, he wept at the grave of Lazarus. As God, he called him forth from the tomb. John eleven thirty three 33 through 44. As a man, he suffered upon the cross. As God, he rose triumphant. Matthew chapter 27, verses 33 through 50, chapter 28, 2 through 6, and John 2, 19. So, we see here in these different chapters of the Bible that Jesus was exercising his humanity and his deity at the same time. So, there was no contradiction that you would understand that he was both. He could do both. He could switch back from being flesh and being spirit. He could work in both realms. The great thing about the flesh side is he is a great representation of what a man is without sin. He knew no sin. So human flesh that was without sin, you can see the perfection in it. And then you can see what happens when you operate in the spiritual realm, which is God's God's kingdom. It's who he is. And it's a place that we don't see right now, but one day we're going to be there in heaven. He talks about us being in that place with him and on that day. But it's interesting to see that Sometimes people get confused at, was Jesus just a man or was he God? What was he? Well, he was both. He was both but the same at the same time. And it's really interesting to think about that. 
The board is a type of the church. Okay. Considering the structure of the boards it re- in relation to the church, they call they can well represent the individual members of the body of Christ. For the church also a building fitly framed together. Ephesians 2:21, 1 Peter 2:5. When the woodcutters chose trees to make the boards, they found that them among the other trees of the forest, firmly planted and rooted in the earth. Since the Lord had need of them, they were cut down, forever separated from the earth. They were then covered with gold and fashioned into a dwelling place for the great Jehovah. In our unsaved state, we too were rooted in the earth, partaking of the pleasures of the world. Ephesians 2, 1 through 3, and also verse 12. Through the sword of the word of God, we died to the world, separating ourselves from it forever. Through the spirit, we became partakers of his divine nature covered with his righteousness and made into God's own dwelling place. So we can see the interesting thing about the boards. So the boards that you would think as you're reading the tabernacle, oh, they're not that interesting, but you can see that if you dig down into it and you think about it and you study a little bit, you can see that the boards that when they're overlaid with gold mean something very special. It shows you the world and the spiritual. So the gold representing something divine and the wood representing something earthly. And it's a great thing when you put them together, they become something really powerful. Separated, they're good. But when you put them together, they become something even more powerful. Mm-hmm. And then if you link them with more boards of the same and you put them together, they come they become something like a building. Something amazing structure that can even be seen for more people and used for more of a usefulness. Just like the church. The church is the same thing. We are a body fitly framed together. So each member, we're all members in particular, we're all together We all have a job. When we come together, we make this building. And that building is the dwelling place of God. So we're the body. We come together for God to fill that body. Just like the flesh of Jesus was the body for God to fill. We become that body now in this modern day that we are in into this transition period of when Jesus comes here and he finishes the work down here and calls us home. So I hope the boards were a blessing to you today. I think you should... Take a moment just to think about it and pray about it and maybe even look up some of these verses and just thank God for being part of the church and thank him for revealing this type of stuff to you. And I hope it was a great blessing to you. And with that, God bless. Hey, thanks for listening to this podcast today. I really hope you enjoyed the subject on the boards and what it means for Jesus and what it means for the church and you in particular. I hope it's a great blessing to you today. I thank my sponsors out there for all the sponsorship and what they do and their prayers for me and their monetary value that they also give me. I pray a blessing over you today and I hope God is with you throughout the remainder of this day and all that hear this podcast are blessed in Jesus name. And with that, God bless.